or a uterus owner has to fucking get the cervix serpent. It is like yeah. I've never had an orgasm like that in my entire life. Okay, I thankfully left these girls alone for, <laughs> for the night. I went elsewhere, and I'm glad I did because it. it it and I'm telling you, to have a good time. I'm telling you, you cannot use that when other people are in the house. Oh, there is wow. impossible for you to not make noise. Girls from Keep Your Gen Up podcast. I'm Zana. And I'm Jessica. And this is the first time you're seeing us live in colour. This is insane. For anyone who's actually listening um, in a car, in their headphones, we actually are now recording this on camera. Yeah. And we're going to be putting this on YouTube and we're going to be making some reels out of it. So stay tuned to see our faces a little bit more because that's kind of the most common feedback we get is that people don't actually know what we look like, really. Yeah. <laughs> and they say that we like sound similar. Yeah. I kind of agree, but then also like I don't agree at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I understand because one time it happened and I was listening to the podcast oh. I did the intro oh, yeah. and Jess was sitting there and she goes, oh my God, my voice sounds horrible. And I was like, you bitch, that was my voice. <laughs> I did, oh God. And I went into the room and I was like, oh, oh yeah, your voice did sound horrible. Yeah. So I was like, oh, thanks. We do actually sound the same. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I get it. But anyway, this episode is so spicy, so sexy. Oh. We said we were ending the sex series, but I don't think we can. No. Um, we were supposed to have an, a, a guest lined up for this week. However, it had to postpone until next week. So because. COVID got in the way. Someone got COVID. uh. Yeah. This one is a recap of Sexpo. So this is actually going to be a full spill the tea. This entire episode is a spill the tea because it was bloody epic. Um, For anyone who didn't listen last week, we worked at Sexpo and we're also going to be working at Sexpo in Sydney and in Melbourne. So if any of our listeners are there, please come and join us there. We're going to be running Sex on the Floor and we ran Sex on the Floor on Saturday as well. Um, Basically interviewing guests, performers, um, vendors, everyone that was at Sexpo. It was incredible. It was incredible. We we're in our magic, amazing suits. We felt like boss ass bitches. Someone said we looked like marketing because we just like looked boss. Yeah, that was such a nice compliment. I was yeah. like, oh, we're not in marketing at all. But thank, <laughs> but you. thank you for that. Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to do a little recap. That's going to be our spill the tea because we have so much to say. Um, and there is a potential exciting thing that might be coming up that we might be doing a little collab with Sexpo on our podcast and actually bringing some of these vendors and performers and stuff to life through our podcast because yeah. we met so many amazing people and we just want to share it all with you really. Yeah. Um, so what was your highlight, do you think, of the entire day? I'm still like – I'm still processing Expo, mm. to be quite honest. Like there was so much stuff that happened. I think my – oh, my God. Oh, you put me on the spot. Everything was so good. Mm, it was. You? Oh, actually, no. I know, I know what Okay, tell me. I am such a fan of Eleanor Hadley. If you mm-hmm. guys do not know Eleanor Hadley, she is the queen of sensuality, this woman. Yeah. She does these incredible lap dances and they're so sensual and erotic. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't think of like a dirty lap dance. Like hers is like literally just like so sexy. Yeah. And I just, I literally, my jaw drops when I watch her do this mm-hmm. and I got to not only interview Eleanor and actually have really good quality chats with her, I got to go on stage and I got to receive one of her lap dances and, oh, yeah, that was definitely my highlight. Yeah, yep. so Jess has a long video of a, a lap dance by oh, Eleanor Hadley. Seven which minutes. was amazing. And the song, like I had to go up to her straight after and be like, what the hell was that song that you just played doing that? Because mm. I need that on repeat and I've got it on repeat. It's With Me by DVSN. If anyone hasn't listened to it, you need to put that on your playlist right fucking now because yes. it is so sexy. It goes on the top of the sex playlist for sure. Oh, yeah. She's got a um, playlist on Spotify called Central mm. and it's always been my favourite. Like for literally I think probably like eight, nine months I've been listening to that playlist because it's just such cool background music. It's so sexy. Yes, I have sex with that music on 
on as well. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm going to ha- like get down and dirty with a guy, I just like sneak that playlist on and it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. It is but always a good time. that particular song is now just got a special piece it of does. my heart. Yeah. That was definitely my highlight. Mm-hmm. Zana, what was your highlight? Oh, my highlight. Well, actually, speaking in the last podcast, my highlight was going to be meeting Shanta Otten, but then I actually found out she was still in Italy. And yes. I was like, I don't think she can transport <laughs> time and come to Sexpo. So hopefully she's at Sydney and Melbourne. I'm staying positive and manifesting that shit still. Your heart broke so bad. It did. But all of my idols were still there anyway. So it was fine. And my absolute idol who I love so much I got to meet she actually asked if she could come on our podcast which was like the creme de la creme of my day uh Rosie Rees uh I just love her so much she runs Yoni Pleasure Palace and she has these glass wands and crystal wands and oh my god I bought two of them I'm not gonna lie everybody needs to get on her fucking website anyone who is a vulva owner or a uterus owner has to fucking get the cervix serpent it is like I've never had an orgasm like that in my entire life okay I Thankfully, left these girls alone for, for the <laughs> night. I went elsewhere, and I'm glad I did because it. it, it and I'm telling them you, to have a good time. I'm telling you, you cannot use that when other people are in the house. Oh, there is wow. impossible for you to not make noise. Like it is oh. impossible. And our bedrooms in our new home mm-hmm. are like literally next to each other. Yeah. There's like one wall. Like we can hear. Like if I am talking in my room with somebody and they're talking, like you can hear the muffling. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything sexual going on, like mm-hmm. we're gonna hear it. So. Yeah. Really glad I wasn't yeah. there when you I'm glad you weren't too because it, it, the noises were uncontrollable. Yeah. It's a, quite a weird looking yeah. device. No, it's not even a device. Yeah, a wand. It's a wand. Actually, funny story. One of the people that was at Sexpo called it the Harry Potter wand and I 100% <laughs> agree. It does magic, that shit. It has like a curve to it. It's called the cervix, cervix serpent because apparently the other end you can use for kind of cervix play, which right. is a bit too that, much for me at the moment. a bit much. Um, but the other end has a bulb on it that you use, that you use to – basically put pressure on the G-spot and it has these kind of ridges in it. And the coldness I thought was going to be weird, but it's actually super soothing and like relaxes your muscles, relaxes your vagina muscles. And the person that told us about it, we were, me and Judy were standing there buying the the, um, sacred squirter because that's the one I've always wanted to get from Rosie Rees. So I'd already bought that and I was showing it to Sindra and Luke who run Conscious Couples um, and they do basically just like some workshops around – being in marriage and maintaining a happy and successful sexual marriage. They were awesome. Um, the they way. were awesome. Oh, they gave us a them. full rundown after me and Judy showed them that we got the sacred squirter. They're like, oh my God, you have to get this other one. So we went straight back to Rosie Reese's uh, little corner and they were, they were explaining the whole thing. Luke was explaining how to use it. He was getting us super excited. We were both like there with our jaws open, like, oh my God, tell us everything. <laughs> and he was like, you put it, you don't even put it in straight away. You got to tease the vagina. And he's like, then the vagina opens and it will take it in. And he was like full oh, telling oh, us all this stuff. Oh, I missed out on I know. Um, And it was so good that we got so, so sucked in. He said that they recommend every single couple that comes into their therapy sessions. Yeah. Like he, they love it that much. Um, He said he's going to buy bulk of them because he wants to actually like sell them himself. Oh and so we were like, yeah, sure. Why not? We'll buy that. Fucking thank you. <laughs> Fucking thank you. <laughs> because, wow, I've never had an orgasm that much in my, like, that big in my life. It was like I transported time. I was somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> Just left your body and floated. I did. I couldn't move for a good while after. I was like, my entire body was vibrating and I was like, no, I don't know what's oh, going I on. Oh, I love orgasms like that. Oh. This one's next level. You have to get all a right. chance. Yeah, mm. I'm going to get it. God, yeah. my toy collection is going to expand. Yeah. Especially my- after all these sex bars mm-hmm. we're going to be going to. I have a box, a sex box, and it is overflowing like I can't they can't put the lid on is that the Zana box yeah my Zana box is full way overflowing I went into your room and I was like the fuck 
Yeah, and then one of Judy's friends, April, came over the other day to have a tour and this Xbox was just open. She's like, oh, sorry about that. (laughs) There's toys just everywhere. Well, what can you do? What can you do? You're having a good time. That's why you got such a glow today. I know. Oh, my God. Always have a glow because so many orgasms. (laughs) Who knew being a lesbian would be so fun? (laughs) Good. Oh, actually, you should talk about your beautiful, beautiful conversation you had with Rosie. Oh, yes. So for anyone who didn't see, obviously, my stories or our stories, um, Rosie, not only because I love her because of the platform that she has and how she is all about female pleasure, but also just like female body empowerment and basically started this stop sucking it in movement just to make people love their bodies and stop trying to make their body fit for anyone else and just fit for themselves. Um, But before that, before I even kind of registered that that was that person, I followed this page on Instagram sorry, on Facebook called Girl Meet Girl. And it was when I was first questioning my sexuality, maybe like two years ago, I liked this page and I used to just watch people post and say, hey, I'm in a marriage. I've just decided that I want to start exploring my sexuality. I've told my husband, I've told my partner that I want to do this and blah, 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 blah. And this is a way to meet other women doing the same thing or other girls doing the same thing. So I always used to watch these people post and I always used to be so jealous that they got to that point that they were posting on this page. And I always was so nervous that someone I knew was following that page and they'd see me post something. And I didn't want to make it a big thing because I was just like so scared before I came out, obviously like out, out to post on there. Um, And so that page was like a real amazing platform and space for me to just like explore my sexuality by like, just kind of like seeing what other people are doing through their sexuality and how they were coming out. Um, And then I posted on that page, actually kind of forgot about it, but I posted on that page a month ago in June. So I'd been dating Judy for maybe two months and I posted on that page with our podcast about how I came out and my sexuality, the sexuality episode that we did. And I posted in there and said, this is my story. This is my journey. This is a podcast that kind of explained all about it. Um, and it was so weird because I just felt this like weight lifted off me and I didn't care who saw it on that page at all. I was like so ready to share my story. Um, and I said that to Rosie when I saw her, I said, I actually thanked her and I said, thank you so much. You were my safe place when I was struggling. And I really appreciate your platform that you had because I was so scared and you made it easy for me to come out and you made it that place safe for me. And she was just like, so happy that I oh, shared that with her. smile on her face. Yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, it was like the best thing because it was, you know, you see these people and they're obviously very influential, but you don't get to tell them how much they've impacted you. Yeah. And I really hope that one day I am Rosie or in Rosie's position that I then inspire someone else You're to feel that way. That. I hope so. I hope You're so because doing that. like that's what it takes. It takes some like a special like place, a safe place for you to just kind of start exploring that then starts that journey for you. And yeah, so yeah. she was a major part of my yeah journey of coming out. So I had to tell her, which was amazing. So See, this is like the power of vulnerability, everybody. Like yeah. when you're vulnerable and you open up to the world and you like, you know, this is me, this is the shit that I'm carrying and I'm just going to let the world know, mm-hmm. like amazing things happen. They and do. It's the same thing with my herpes diagnosis. Like I started using this podcast and this platform to be more and more open. Like I started talking about it with people, but then I was like, I'm going to make this a public thing Mm -hmm. and I don't give a shit. Like I just don't care anymore. And when we actually had our interview with Sexpo um, to, you know, we didn't really know what role we were going for, yeah. to be quite honest. We just kind of were talking to them and they're like, we want to meet you. And um, I told them about the herpes and they were like, fuck yeah, because that's what Sexpo was all about as mm-hmm. well. It was about sexuality and it's about just being comfortable with who you are and it's about sexual health and about yeah. just being open and honest. And that led us to um, meeting Ellie from Comfortable in My yeah. Skin from this platform as well. Mm-hmm. And she was like one of my idols and I did a video on her Instagram page where I talked about like, 
tips and tricks about how to talk about your diagnosis with, you know, potential partners. And then we got to see her again and Mm. reconnect with her again. And it's like all because we are being vulnerable and sharing these things. And Mm -hmm. it's just crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And we get to to like see her again and she recognizes us and she treats you like a normal person. Not that she wouldn't, but it, it, it kind of just makes you feel weird when these people you've idolized for so long are actually just normal people. Like it's weird. And then they're now friends. Like it's a strange feeling, but I hope that like anyone who's listening to us now hopes that they can treat us like that and that we're your friend and we're here if you want to talk about anything at all. And we would never be like pretentious or anything like that. We're very down to earth. We want you all to come to us with questions. Um, And if, yeah, if anything about any of our journeys, please ask us and get our advice. Um, But so many exciting things happen at Sexpo. I think one of the, big questions I got from someone afterwards was, was it actually inclusive? Um, because I think that's a question a lot of people are worried about with Sexpo. And in the past, Sexpo's have been very heterosexual. It's about males coming with with women and, you know, heterosexual relationships. And it's not actually inclusive of the LGBTQIA population. I can confirm that it was very inclusive. Extremely inclusive. And Kev, the owner or the CEO, whatever he is, um, he, he doesn't just say it's inclusive and like, you know, for clout or for like media coverage, it actually was inclusive. And Fuck he yeah, made a fucking effort yeah. to make sure that it was inclusive. And he was very inclusive himself. The way that he dealt with performers, the way he dealt with all the people that were there, he accepted everyone exactly the same and treated everyone exactly the same. Yeah. And there were so many people there, this, this expo, not that I've been to one before, but there was a lot of different and unique people and interests and things that people were into. There were a lot of people there with disabilities or a lot of people there who were in heterosexual relationships, but also ones that were in monogamous, polyamorous, um, lesbian, gay, intersex relationships. There was like so many everything. people, everything you can think no of one, was there. no one batted an eyelid. Like, yeah. Someone would walk around with just like little star nipple covers and a, like a G-banger and you just don't even bat your eyelid because mm-hmm. you're like, you fucking go, girlfriend. Yeah, and there were people like amazing. on chains being walked around like yeah. in all types of kinks. Walking around like a dog and you're mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, look at that dom side. It was like, empowering as. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah, it was so empowering <laughs> and I think Mel- like Brisbane is a great place. I think Br- Brisbane in itself is like quite open. Queensland's quite like an open country, uh, an open, sorry, state. <laughs> well, we're kind um, of our own country yeah. from COVID, you know. <laughs> but like Sydney and Melbourne are where like the big people live, you know, like oh, yeah. the big stars. So I think that that one's going to be huge. Excited. Um, so we're so keen for that. But yeah, super inclusive. Something did happen, which was a little bit non-inclusive, just happened to us personally. I'm not going to go into full details, but the way that they reacted to it and the way that Kev reacted to it was fucking on it. Oh yeah. And he made sure that that behavior does not fucking happen at Sexpo. And yeah. he made it, made it very clear that it was inclusive and it was a safe place for people to be themselves, express themselves. Yeah exactly how they want to wear whatever the fuck they want to and not worry about what anyone else has to say or think. So yeah, top tip, very inclusive. If you are stressed, worried, concerned about coming to a sex boat and you are part of the LGBTQIA population, or you're just worried about expressing yourself as you want to, don't be scared because it is a safe place. And yeah, it was amazing and super wholesome. And yeah, so basically how it's laid out, we have sex boat coming in the front. There's basically three or four rows of vendors. So there's yeah. kind of like a market really, but like little tents everywhere. Um, so a couple of rows of those to the left side, to the left side, there was um, the man of dreams. Oh, that was my and favorite kittens. Area. So that was the stripper side. So that yes. was like the sexy side. Oh, yeah. That was like, you can go see the man of dreams show. You can go do some like female strippers. You can go to a little bit of both. You know, the man of dreams, literally when they're having a conversation with you, it's like they're having sex with your eyes. Like, yeah. I don't like, know where they get trained to do that, but damn. How the fuck <laughs> 
Do they do that? I don't yeah. get it. Like you just have a little conversation. You're like, whoa, you're literally fucking me right now. I can just see it with your eyeballs. Like. Yeah. I remember walking up and I was like, hey, like where's Honor and Jess? Like we're doing Keep It Gen Up podcast. We're doing Sex on the Floor. And the guy was just like, hey, my name's Chocolate. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, hello. And literally just the, the look, eh? Yeah. Because like, they, they look at you so deep in your eyeballs and you're mm-hmm. just like, whoa. You're like, whoa. Jesus, you're doing some things to me. Yeah. Um, But even the kittens. Yeah. Kittens know? was great too. Ooh, some of them are very good pole dancers as well you know when you go to strippers sometimes you can just tell they're just strippers and they don't actually know how to pole dance yeah. these, these ones, ones know, how, ones to know how to pole dance oh, yeah. yeah kittens yeah. know their shit then further down the end you can meet all the porn stars you can meet yes. all the creators the content creators mm-hmm. you can get photos with them they had a cute little setup down the end so we got a few um interviews and stuff down down there we got to meet um hayley vernon we did and she's going to be coming on the pod very soon so stay yes. tuned she's australia's best new porn star of 2022 yes um she was actually on maths if anyone doesn't know uh so yeah we're super excited to interview her that's going to be a great chat um then coming around you've got the tattoo booth yes. so we were so lucky enough to get tattooed while interviewing and get paid to tattoo get tattooed and interview yeah. while like, being tattooed we're like on the <laughs> clock but then there was a few issues with the microphone so we we're just like walking around chatting to everyone and we we're just like let's just fucking get a tattoo yep and we're like literally on the clock, and then then the microphone started working, but we're like mid tattoo, so we're just like let's just fucking yeah. interview the tattoo improv while my butt's getting tattooed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right now today we're actually wearing Sally Lee's tattoo tops. Yeah. They are so cute. Um, we got these also when we got our tattoos, mm-hmm. and we'll show you a tattoo sneak peek at the end of yes. what we got. Um, but that was also great. Um, and then yeah, so there's lots of different vendors around, and then on the right side of the stage, oh sorry, of the showground is a huge stage. Humongous. Like huge. And they do hourly performances. Like, and they're all different. They're all different every hour. They're not the same. And they're super inclusive. They are fucking fabulous, the yeah. performers on there. You can't stop staring. You're just like, this is epic. Yeah. They have amateur strip shows on there, which is hilarious at the end of the night. But then they have like proper performances, which is called Babylon. So it's the Babylon oh, stage. They did such a good job, that Babylon. Yeah. Extremely hard Especially to interview. What was the, what was the wet one? <laughs> The wet the, one. Oh, were, well, that was the Man of Dreams one. Yeah, but it was called like Wet Something. Yeah, it was It was a Man of Dreams dance strip show, but with, with a woman. With a woman. In oh. a pool of water and there was splashing and it was fucking sexy. Yeah, like she just was like whipping her hair everywhere and it was mm-hmm. just, oh, my God. I got some on camera and I've watched it a few times. Yeah, it is very sexy. Fucking sexy. Yeah. There's just something about a guy dripping with like water, eh? Mm-hmm. It's like because it looks like sweat, I guess. Yeah. But, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. She looks so hot wet. I do not Her body was wet. insane. When I look wet, I, like as in after a shower, yeah. I look like I'm, I'm a drowned <laughs> rat. Like, I'm like, why does she look so good? Mm, she's trained. Yeah, she's trained. <laughs> might, the abs might have something to do yeah. with it. Yeah, the abs, the giant muscles, maybe like the long hair, dancing yeah. training. Yeah, there's a couple yeah, couple I things think so, there. I think so. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they know their shit. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. So we kind of were just all over the shop. We missed a lot of performances only because we were trying to interview people. Yeah. So I mean, the things we did get to see were like, fuck yeah. Yeah. But like we, yeah, unfortunately it was so hard because we couldn't interview people during the shows, but then we're trying to like catch up. Like we had to eat, we had to pee. There was like things going on. So many things happening. Photos. It was such a wild day. Yeah. But I really want to see more performances. But the good mm. five or so that we probably seen, I think about five performances. Yeah, they're fabulous. Um, were so good. I especially loved my lap dance. Yeah. Oh, I dropped it to Eleanor that I wanted her to do the lap dance with me. Yeah. And then I also told um, Robbie, Oz. Robbie Oz. Oh, we got to meet Robbie Oz. And he was um, introducing Eleanor and I was like, you know, um, I feel like I should be pulled on stage and mm-hmm. um, 
my dreams came true. Mm. I had connections, you see? Yeah. Connections, guys. Robbie Oz was on my list to meet as well. I knew he was going to be there. And he is, um, I think, Australia's number one or highest paid content creator. Yes. Um, he has OnlyFans. I think he has like 18,000 subscribers on OnlyFans. Crazy. And I watched him on, you, you can't ask that, on ABC. I think it's on ABC or SBS, one of those two. That show where you like ask questions you're not supposed to ask. He was on the porn star one and I knew him from that show and I saw that he was going. So I really wanted to speak to him and get a photo with him, which we ended up doing. And how much does I, he make? He makes around this was when I when the show came out though. Yeah, so it would be way more now. One point four million dollars a year just from OnlyFans. That's it. How yeah. crazy is that? One point four million. Just from OnlyFans. But he's also super down to earth. Yeah, I did like, not expect what? that. I saw him on the Porn Stars show and I know that obviously that's probably a little bit scripted and like they only take the funniest bits from it. So I was expecting him to be a bit of a dickhead because on the, on the show he came across a little bit cocky. Um, I mean, he makes $1.4 million a year. Like maybe that's why he came across cocky. But in real life, fucking hell, he's a legend. Yeah. Like actual legend. I did not expect him to treat us the way that he did. Like I expected him to be like, oh, who the hell are these girls coming up to us? But yeah. He like treated us just like his friends. It was awesome. And his his wife is now starting to do OnlyFans with him. And he like loved the whole entire process. He's earning a hundred sorry, $1.4 million a year. And he still has so much joy coming to a sex web event. He doesn't need to come to a sex web no. event. He is so wealthy and so well known. And then he posted a video with his wife the next day being like, we loved it. It was so inclusive. They just like actually expressed how much they enjoyed being there. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. Did. Like everyone thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Themselves. And it's no one was there for a coin. Everyone was there like for mm-hmm. a good time. And actually, cause they enjoy the industry and want people to enjoy it as well, which was awesome. Who doesn't enjoy sex? Exactly. Yeah. I like right. the industry. I mean, we're, we're getting into the industry. We're not yeah. going into the porn industry, but obviously we love, <laughs> we love talking about sex and yeah. we love talking about all this stuff. So, you know, this is our little way of diving in there. We're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we want in. If I had no inhibitions and I actually like didn't give a shit, I would 100% become a porn star because the money they make, far oh, out. Yeah, I know. Far out, but I just can't do it. No, me either. That's right. But we'll stick to podcast life, I think. We'll stick to podcast. And now, <laughs> you know, we're doing some video. I mean, you never know. We're now branching oh. out to video. Who fucking knows what happened? Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> you will not see our ass. Actually, you will see Actually, our ass at the end of the episode. You will see our ass. Yes, we are showing you our butts at the end of the episode because there's a little a little sneaky tattoo on there. Yeah, there is. So exciting. Um. So, yeah, what else are we, should we cover in this episode? What have we got? <sighs> It was just a wild time, mm. honestly, guys. This is just like a little recap episode because yeah. we're just – we're actually f- so fucking busy this week. We're, yeah. we're, we're still kind of getting over sex, folks. It's such mm-hmm. a big event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still waiting for all the media um, coverage as well. We're getting yes. sent it so we can make some reels. We can send it to everybody and put it on our pages. But we just wanted to keep you guys yeah. updated in our lives. Yeah, and if anyone hasn't seen it yet, the only interview that's up so far is my interview with Cheeky Waffle. It is oh fucking God. hilarious. So I funny. eat a vulva and penis waffle on camera yeah um and it's the funniest video ever the way they've cut it is hilarious they did such a good um, job with the editing yeah. shout out to cheeky waffle they're actually in the valley i didn't realize they have an oh, actual store um yeah so awesome so the girl and the, well, the sorry the couple that owns it they were there at sexpo so amanda and her partner i can't tell you your partner's name because i didn't actually speak to him um but they own it and they run it in the valley and then they're also going to sydney and melbourne show as well um mm-hmm. i think you can order their waffles for hens parties you can do stuff at their like little store as well so um yeah definitely head down 
to Forgery Valley and get one of these Cheeky waffles. waffles. And you can get any, like you can get dark chocolate, milk chocolate. Um, what was it? White, White chocolate, chocolate and ca- caramel, I think as yeah. well. Yeah. And then they, they can put toppings on it and then you can get the happy, happy ending, ending for mm. another dollar on top. And they yeah. put nice little happy ending cum all over it. Um, it is so delicious. good. And it's not just like a, a novelty. They're actually delicious. Oh, yeah. And then in the video, Zana's <laughs> got this big Volvo one, right? And she's licked it and she's like, oh, yeah, that's some good shit. And she's got chocolate. <laughs> Like this is like a dark milk chocolate one all over her teeth and her face. It's so funny. This is what I was getting my ass tattooed, so I missed it. And she came over to me to give me these waffles and she's like, here you go, I've got to go back. She's like, I've got chocolate all in my face and it was just on camera. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You're running a muck, Zana. Yeah, we cannot, cannot wait to see the next interviews or the other ones oh, that we did because be they were so, so good. And then, oh, and then we had um, Naked Studio. Yes. So good. Her name is mm-hmm. Tamara. So she does the body casting. So you yes. can do your breasts. You can Anything. do you can do your pregnant belly. You can do your butt. Like you know those awesome. Do your vulva as well. Yeah, I saw those ones mm-hmm. too. That's insane. But um, she had this beautiful story where she was wearing um like a body cast on her, and it actually looked really cute because it was mm. like this cute little yeah, top was that she was cute. wearing with this skirt. But the story behind the body cast that she was wearing was that the the lady that had came in to get that mold, she actually had the bra- – is it, what is it called again? Bracket, bracket one, yeah. Bracket one gene. So she basically had a – she was going to get breast cancer no matter what because it was like a really strong genetic thing in her family. So she had to have a double mastectomy. So she decided to get this mold of her breast before the surgery so she could have it to remember. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful story. Such a great and story. And I was just like, wow, because you don't really think about that because mm-hmm. you're like, why would you get your boobs done? Like, I don't get it. But when you hear stories like that, you're like, wow, that's powerful. And then there yeah. was these beautiful moles of people's pregnant bellies, you yeah, know, so they had stunning. their breasts with the pregnant belly and you can get your butt done as a cheeky little thing. And then, yeah, your vulva, like – Sick, so man. awesome. It was really cool. And you can get them in all different colors. They've got even like rainbow. You can get like a rainbow yep. one. So it's very LGBTQA plus inclusive. Very much. Um, so. And just like I love, I love all types of female bodies. I think the female body is beautiful. Not that the male body isn't, but I think the female body is so beautiful. The way that it can do so many different things in life is awesome. And we have ourselves like a boob vase and mm-hmm. a butt vase around our house. We just love we just love we just body parts. And butts. Yeah, really. Boops <laughs> and butts everywhere. So you could have them. You could hang it on a wall. You could put it on a mm-hmm. shelf. I just love it. I think it's so cool. Yeah, it's very, like, arty. Like, I find yeah. it arty and very, like, and it's like gorgeous to look yeah. at. Yeah, and it's, like, something empowering for yourself. Be like, that's me. Like, I'm proud of that ass or I'm pl- proud of those tits, you know? Yeah. Like, do it. It's I'm so gonna, awesome. I want to get my titties. Yeah, so she's going to come on the podcast very soon as well to tell us all about that even more. Yes. Um, so we can't wait for that. We actually have a bazillion podcasts lined up now because everyone so we met many. was so awesome. <laughs> we can't wait they actually meet them all. Other person I really want to mention, or other couple I really want to mention, is Syndra and Luke from Conscious Couples. Yes. Um, Syndra Banks and Luke Skews, they are fucking legends. I oh, saw yeah. them on Ellie's page, Comfortable My Skin's page. They attended one of her workshops, and I remember – seeing them do rope play and some shibari and stuff um, when they were at her workshops and a little bit of teaching. Um, And I saw them there and I knew that I wanted to meet them. So we went straight up to them, asked them if they could come and have an interview with us. So we went outside, had an interview with them. And they are like literal legends. Like Syndra is so fucking hot. Her body is insane. She was wearing this like gold sequin jumpsuit and I was just like – Fuck woman. Yeah. Amazing. And like she's got bright blue hair and she just like looks so good. Mm -hmm. Like – with short hair as well. You know, some women just look so hot with the short yeah. hair and it's blue. And then she's got this 
banging like her body and her body is insane i was failing. yeah like shout out to God. luke like you're also very good looking but oh yeah damn your wife wow oh, no, i'm sorry <laughs> sorry to give your wife so much attention yeah <laughs> but he was wearing a really cool suit though it was, it was like silky smooth yeah like, oh, it was very yeah. cool he but very yeah they're actually legit legends and if anyone is in a, in a relationship or in a couple and they want to go see someone or talk to some people about finding your sexual being in a relationship again i highly recommend talking to them like not only did they just have a five minute conversation with us and convince us to buy a sex, uh, sorry, a cervix serpent, but they just, they get it. And they like, they're just really kind. And you can tell that they Mm -hmm. actually genuinely care about helping people with this stuff. And it's so refreshing to see that. And I like as a couple themselves, it was also very refreshing to see their relationship because they have an open relationship. They are polyamorous. They have other partners and the trust that they have in their relationship was incredible. I could never do it myself. I know that I wouldn't be able to do it myself and I don't want to do it myself, but that doesn't mean that no one else can. And I think the way that they represent themselves and polyamory is amazing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That was such a so, highlight whew. as well. But there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot to cover, but that's like a, a snapshot of yeah, everything. Okay. Snapshot. But we want you to tell us if you're coming to Melbourne and Sydney, yes. reach out to us. Please we'd do. love to connect with you guys. We're going to be busy doing sex on the floor again, but we'd love to actually interview some guests. Like that's yeah. one thing we kind of were so busy is we didn't yeah. really get to um, interview some guests on the floor. Like mm-hmm. it was just wild the day. So wild. But we're going to be so prepared next time. Mm-hmm. Like we know what to do yep. and we're ready to slay it. Yeah, we're going to be in some sexy suits again. Not sure if we're in the same ones, but we're definitely going to be in boss outfits. I really want oh, a yeah. sequin suit. Yeah. That's what I really oh, want to do. that's the dream. Like yeah. imagine like a sparkly pink one. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I want sparkly gold. One, yeah, shout out if you know any sparkly gold suits, please. Oh, that's our dream. That's what yeah. dreams are made out of. That's what dreams are made of. <laughs> um, now, we did promise one more thing yes. at the end of this episode, and I know everyone listening is not going to be able to see this, so unfortunately you're going to have to go online and see it. Yeah, yeah you're going to have yeah. to watch the video content. Yeah, sorry. We're going to get our <laughs> We're going to get our butts out. Woo! All right. But before we do, we're sending love, life, and love to you always, guys, and thanks for joining us for another episode. <laughs>